0: The Johnnies are going dancing again. St. John's made it back to the NCAA tournament, but
1: just barely. In the room, it got a little tense, you know, but I tell you what, that that, uh, authentic emotion was awesome. I had never really sat in a room in a selection process like that. Um, So it was exciting.
0: St. John's was the last team selected. Number 68 out of a field of 68. Still, it's a milestone first for Chris Mullen as head coach at his alma mater. I'm John Chandler, and this is the Sports Final Podcast from the campus of St. John's in Queens, where I go one-on-one with Mullen. I caught up with him just before he was ready to dive into a film session on Arizona State. Call it a crash course. He's getting ready for Wednesday's play-in game in Dayton. It's one Shamori Pons was starting to worry might not happen as the brackets were revealed in the selection show Sunday night.
2: Uh, definitely, I mean, it's definitely nerve-wracking uh, as the team's is winding down. Uh, but, I mean, I'm just thankful
0: that we're in. Pons is the Johnny's leading scorer. He's their motor and a talent almost made for the showcase of March Madness. He confidently said last week at the Big East Tournament, he felt St. John's could do something special if they got into the NCAA Tournament field. But even the junior for Brooklyn had to have his doubts as the bubble revealed itself and several surprises. Everyone's emotions riding a roller coaster Sunday evening watching that selection show. And as Marvin Clark noted, hey, they did this to themselves. They put themselves in this position with a roller coaster ride through the rest of the regular season and the Big East Tournament. First, before the selection show even began, Oregon crashing the Pac-12 party meant an inferior conference would send two, maybe three teams. That could burst the Johnny's bubble. Then... During the selection show, early on, Belmont, the first team from the Ohio Valley Conference to get an at-large bid in the NCAA tournament since Middle Tennessee in 1987. 1987, you heard that, and you thought this might not be the year for the Johnnies after all. Then you saw Temple. And a dash of disrespect to the Big East, signaling trouble for St. John's. Marquette, a five seed. Defending champ Villanova, a six. And Seton Hall, a 10 seed, even after a strong close to the season upsetting Marquette and Nova in a week. But more than a half an hour after the show began, finally the moment happened. The Johnnies land in the play-in game in Dayton Wednesday night against Arizona State. A duel for the 11 seed. Win, and it's a date with Buffalo in Tulsa in the West region. Bobby Hurley's current and former programs both turned around. That's a sign of good coaching. Guard-heavy play, maybe a matchup that favors St. John's. Marvin Clark had a feeling all along. This is where they would end up.
2: I, you know, try to be a guy that you know has faith. Um, I, I kind of felt like you know that we would definitely get in, whether it was a play-in. Um, kind of felt like it would be a playing game, but definitely uh, just ecstatic and just uh, being able to you know, get this, this program back into the tournament and uh, having another opportunity to play basketball, you know, I'm just thankful that uh, my senior year isn't over.
0: Well, the committee chair even acknowledged St. John's was the last team selected on Sunday. Pretty stunning, considering they look to be a lock after running 12-0 and to start the season through a weak non-conference schedule. You figured they'd get into Big East, do a little bit of damage, and they would be in with no sweat. But instead, Chris Mullins struggled to bring his team out of an inconsistent winner. They lost four or five. They were plagued by injuries. But they saved their tourney hopes, getting healthy with a win over DePaul at the Garden to open Big East Tournament. Sure, they then got bounced out of the Big East Tournament on basically their home floor at the Garden, losing by 32 to Marquette. you worried that that might have knocked him out of the tournament. But the committee hung on tight, and kept St. John's in the field of 68, 21 wins. Chris Mullen enjoyed that room erupting, relieving a little bit of tension from what had been an admittedly stressful last couple weeks. Well, Chris Mullin headed to his first NCAA tournament with St. John's as the head coach of St. John's in your fourth year, and you're going in as the last team in. I don't know that if that really matters to you as long as you're in, but how much did you kind of have to sweat this out um, throughout the selection show, especially as you see, Temple, Belmont. Were you worried?
1: I felt pretty confident. Yeah. Maybe ignorance <laughs> serves me well, but uh, I felt pretty good about you know our chances of going. Um, I know I feel good playing any team in that tournament, and uh, you know we had a little meeting before practice. We had a nice practice uh, in the room. It got a little tense, you know. But I tell you what, that that uh, authentic emotion was awesome. I had never really sat in a room in a selection process like that. Um, so it was exciting, it was, it was really cool. How much of that is kind of a release? It's
0: been a, a stressful last few weeks for, for you guys, for, for that team to kind of sense that, that emotion in that room and kind of, it builds up and then it explodes right there. Well, Do you feel like this team
1: is, is ready? Yeah, I think, I think what, I, what I sensed over there was authentic passion and energy. You know, we've been trying to conjure that up last month of the season or so, you know, we played, we played some good basketball, We've had a hard time playing consistently mm-hmm. at, at a certain level and been trying to talk to my guys and tweak practices and to, to try and foster that. But I think this is legit, and I think they feel uh, feel good about, you know, th- this accomplishment and uh, hopefully go out and play really well.
0: well even Shimori Pons said last week he feels like this team, when they get in, has a chance to do something special. Uh, I think it probably would have been criminal to not see a player like Shimori Pons in the NCAA tournament. He's got a chance to do something special now. What do you expect from him? And do you kind of look to him to lead this team?
1: Yeah, I, look, we, I, we've proved we could play with anybody in the country you yeah. know, on a given night. Um, so that, that's that's intriguing and exciting in a tournament like this where it's, you know, every night you win and you move on. Um, yeah, and Shimari's a big part of what we do. Obviously, uh, he sets the tone for us. He and Justin Simon as guards offensive and but We've got nice uh, complement of players. Mostavis had a great year. Marvin Clark, uh, LJ Figueroa. We've had a lot of guys have really good years. Uh, what we need now is to have those five, six guys on, every night play well. What did you
0: learn from your team losing four or five in the stretch that maybe you can apply now as you get ready to face Arizona State?
1: Yeah, just just come come each and every day with a fresh mind, fresh body. Uh, I think that's important have a short memory. Uh, we, when we play well, we try and do that too. You know, we just want to but now, every team in this tournament is 0 It's a fresh start for everybody. And I think, especially that first, that first game out, you know, whoever's got that nice, clean mind and clean body and fresh energy will do well.
0: All right, give me the scouting report on Arizona State. You faced them last year. This is Bobby Hurley's team. Yeah. They played a great game. Uh, great non-conference schedule. They they did very well non-conference, mm-hmm. much like you guys this season. Kind of has that program turned around. Mm-hmm. Give me a scouting report on Arizona State. What do yeah, you expect?
1: I know Bobby Hurley for a long, long time. I know his dad, his brother. They're, they're just basketball people. You know, they're just, you know, it's a dynasty, yeah. you know, and uh, they love the game of basketball. They love, they love playing it. They love teaching it. Um, they're very intense. So the team, that team, the Arizona State's a great offensive team. Uh, They get up and down, they got good guards, they got good bigs. Um, I watched them play this week. They said we played them last year. Um, In a lot of ways similar to us, so I think it would be a good game. And uh, looking forward to it. Well, congratulations on getting into the NCAA tournament. Now the fun starts, right? Absolutely. We're looking forward to it.
0: And with that, Chris Mullins shook my hand, went next door to his office, and buried himself in film of Arizona State. He's got his work cut out for him, and he has his critics. They are loud. If you just do a search of Twitter, Mullins' honeymoon is clearly over with Johnny's fans. The goodwill is worn off. Some questioning his coaching down the stretch, and Mullen now has a chance to go prove himself in the NCAA tournament. He has a chance to shine, as do his players, who are as talented a roster as you're going to see, certainly from a play-in team as an 11 seed. Shimori Pons could be a special player in the tournament. He could explode for a big game against Arizona State, or any team for that matter. Justin Simon, capable of making some huge plays, and Marvin Clark and Simon together, noting that they have paid their dues. The Johnny's going back to the tournament for the first time since
2: 2015. Well, we're not where we need to be yet, but uh, um, definitely, it's, it's definitely a, a huge, uh, huge goal, something, you know, that, that nobody can ever take away from us. Um, you know, coming to St. John's, um, uh, you know, everybody knows it, um, bottom of the conference, uh, rebuilding a, a, a program in rebuild mode, and uh, me and Justin, you know, definitely taking some L's to get here, but, um, it's, it's crazy, man. It's kind of surreal. Um, I probably won't really feel it until like we're making that flight. But it's it's crazy. Um, you know, to everybody, you know, all the guys out there, you know, that, that think you got to go to, you know, top of the line school. You don't necessarily have to do that. If you you know go somewhere, work hard. Um, you know, be a be a student of the game. Be a leader. You know, you can make some things happen for your program and change some things around.
0: It's the Johnny's 30th appearance in the NCAA tournament, just their third since 2002. That has been well-documented, and certainly Chris Mullen believes this is a chance to get his program over a very crucial hump. The NIT would have been crushing after 21 wins and a 12-0 start this year. He doesn't have to worry about that. He just has to worry about Arizona State in a tournament that is otherwise pretty top-heavy. ACC has three number one seeds, Virginia, North Carolina, and Duke, and of course, Zion Williamson, the presumptive number one pick in the NBA draft, is going to try and take this tournament by storm. But right now, we're just worried about the Red Storm Wednesday night against Arizona State in Dayton. This is the Sports Final Podcast from Queens, New York. I'm John Chandler.